This is a podcast about failure. With me, Lola Berry, author, nutritionist, and yoga teacher. Join me as we get to know these guests and learn about how their failures have ultimately shaped their dreams. Welcome to Fearlessly Failing with Lola Berry. G'day gang, it's Lols here. So um, we've started doing our intros as like little check-ins. Bosso and I are loving life in Torquay. I think we'd probably like to spend as long as humanly possible here. I think it's just so nice to be able to connect to nature. It does feel like things are starting to open up a little bit, definitely here in Australia. I know in in the next week or so, gyms and yoga studios are starting to reopen, which is really exciting. Today's guest, if you're a creative, this guest is totally for you. The wonderful Bonnie Anderson, so very talented actress. You probably know her from Neighbours. But even before that, um, when she was 12 years old was when she auditioned for Australia's Got Talent. So this girl is a powerhouse, a wonderful, wonderful singer. I think even now the Neighbours theme song is done by Bonnie. So I went to her house, this is well before COVID-19, went to her house, which is a menagerie of animals. She's got this ginormous, beautiful dog called Delilah, who's a dog de Bordeaux. I'm going to put photos and stuff on stories when this ep comes out. And as we're recording, you're going to hear little moments where her cats are knocking over water bottles and it's so much fun. It's so much fun to chat to her. She is full of positive energy and hope, which is exactly what I think we need to hear right now. So big love and thank you to the incredibly talented Bonnie Anderson. You have been on my dream list to be on this <laughs> podcast. I'd say from the get-go. I have a little oh. wish list and I tick off if I get people. Oh, man. This is the incredible Bonnie Anderson for anybody <laughs> listening. Hey, guys. And I, I, was, I was so excited to have you on because – you're such a creative powerhouse. Oh, You're a man. singer, songwriter, but also actor. Bit of acting. You meant to say actor or actress. Well, I this know. I don't know. I don't even know myself, to be honest. And I, I think I should know. <laughs> but I just say actor now because I heard there was a thing yeah. about they got rid of the actress thing, right? Do actor, mate. Let's just do actor. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I, I'm a bit of a tomboy, so even even so, we'll go with Let's actor. Let's go with actor. But also... <laughs> Apart from being a singer, songwriter, and actor, one thing I'm really excited about that you are, you're a Virgo, mate. I'm a Virgo. Are you a Virgo? <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. Oh. And our numerology is similar. I'm really into numerology. So you're September the 5th, right? Yes. So your, like, number is a five, like your birth date number, and I'm yeah. the 14th, which makes me a five. So we're obsessed with creating change. Wow, I That's love a that. Yeah. I just started following this um, really funny thing on Instagram, right? So it's like the Virgo Instagram. Yeah, I've just yes, followed, so I think it's so funny because I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what I yeah. do. I do that. Yeah. I'm like so weird like that. No, I'm the exact <laughs> same. I'm such a little like a bit OCD. Like I said, I've got this list and you've been on it for so oh, long. I love I, like, that. I highlight it once that. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, well, ever since we met, I think it was at, was it Lily Allen? Lily Allen, that's right. Yeah. And that was cool because I remember I used to go to your smoothie bar yeah. in South <laughs> Melbourne and I used to kind of cruise down there with my sister and I would. Um, I would always hope that you were there. <laughs> I was actually like, we, oh and so was my sister. She was like, I love your Lola. sister's a legend. She loves, she, you know, she gets like. There's my <laughs> little cat. We've just got a little kitten jumping. Oh my god. Yeah, they thing. like to be involved. I but yeah, it. it's weird because I um I remember seeing you and I sent a, a message to my sister saying, oh, Lola's here, and that's why I came and met you. And I was like, man, she's just one of us. Just a legend. <laughs> uh, like just. It's so funny that we even say that because I don't think anything of meeting. I'm just, I get more excited about you. Like if, <laughs> I remember when I saw you at um, Lily Allen, Matt's yeah, like, do yeah. you know who that is? Aww. Like he gave me the full. Oh, there's cats everywhere, if man. You, if you hear background noise, we've got Delilah here. Yes. A ginormous dog de Bordeaux. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah, yeah you are. Very Beautiful good. pooch. 
We have two rescue kittens. Yes, two rescue kittens. They're really little still and they're very adventurous so, and they're always like attacking each other they're and stuff. So, so cute. So, so there's lots of noise but it's okay. We're all here together. No, it's perfect. <laughs> so we were saying as soon as I pulled up out the front, you're the first guest that I've never sent the, the questions to. Yeah. Which we're both excited about. I like that. A bit of, you know, being Spontane. spontaneous. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I like that. But also because um, this this podcast is about failure and I always say to guests, like, think of three failures and yeah. because we kind of, like, made this happen yesterday, yes, last night, <laughs> I was just like, we're just going to go with this and that's why I'm so excited to just kind of, like, uncover Bonnie, you know, yeah. like, and just, like, what makes you tick and what because you've done it so much. So first of all, for people that are just like, how did this girl start, mm. was it? 12 years old, you're on Australia's Got Talent. Yeah, so I'll give you a little bit of a rundown. Yeah. So basically growing up I was involved in a kind of musical family and um, my mum was a singer and I just had a very – I was lucky because I had a, you know, real supportive family and I, I forever feel so grateful for that because I think, man, I had a cool parents, you know, that just believed in me and, and, you know, let me do things that I wanted to do musically and all that stuff. So the first ever thing I did – um, was, you know, I, was, I used to sing every year at this uh, Christmas carols. carols. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was in a small town where I'm from, Yarra Glen, and I used to sing Jesus, What a Wonderful Child every year because I sucked at remembering lyrics. Like I was like, <laughs> I'll just keep singing the same song every year. <laughs> and that's what I did. And one lady one year, which was when I was 11, so 2006 it was, and she came up and said, man, you got to audition for this show. Australia's Got Talent. And it, I had no idea what it was because it wasn't out then. So it was yeah. the very first year. Yeah. I auditioned. I remember mum saying to me, listen, love, she was sitting in the car in the driver's seat going, love, if you don't get it, I'll give you 50 bucks and we'll go shopping. So I was like, yeah, awesome. I didn't care. I just wanted to have fun, you know. I watched your audition video. Do you know what's on YouTube? Is it? Yeah, and yes. it's you just going, oh, mum just told me to have a bit of fun. <laughs> yeah. And, and then it cuts to you like busting out on stage, this incredible voice. Oh, man, I know. It's, it's well, I don't know. I mean, look, I look back at those things sometimes and go, oh, my goodness. And my outfits and everything. <laughs> Oh, oh, who no. dressed me? Who dressed no, me? No, that's the beauty of it, dude. <laughs> it's cute, eh? Yeah, yeah, it is. And it's cool that I get to look back at that stuff, you know. But this is where it all began. And after that, it was kind of a moment where I thought, man, this is this is cool. And I got I got to be on telly, you know, and I got yeah. to sing to the world. And as a 12-year-old, all of that is completely overwhelming, you know. Totally, It's, it's yeah. like you have no idea what's really going on, you know. You're there and you're having fun, you're enjoying getting makeup, hair and makeup and all that mm. stuff. But looking back now I go, man, that was huge, you know. People would kill for that at 30 or 40 or yeah, 50. Yeah, yeah. And you did it at 12. Yeah, it, it was wild, you know. And a lot of people ask me, would you know, what would be your advice for a young girl mm. the same age, your parents and, you know, people like that ask me and say, would you would you go back and do it now kind of thing. And I think to myself, you know, I, I don't live in regret ever and yeah. that's something I've just made sure I yeah. really don't. I just don't want to regret things because yeah. I do learn from all my silly mistakes and all the failures, you know. Yeah. So um, I do say to them, take every opportunity because that opportunity, that one opportunity opens so many mm. doors and I got to meet so many incredible people. I got to learn. Oh, they're totally stepping on things. Can you hear that, guys? <laughs> a brown Lacey. paper bag. Is, no, it's fine. She's all right. Yeah, yeah, um, I like it. I like it. <laughs> like it. <laughs> Matt's going to be editing this guy. Good one, Lola. Good one. <laughs> oh, no, we didn't think about that. Please, come on, man. Anyway, so, yeah, I think all of those things are so important to to do because as a young girl, as, a, as an adult, now I take every opportunity like the neighbours thing. It's a new thing that has inspired me. This and is so cute. Just to give you a visual if you're hearing <laughs> crunching in the background, is that Lacey? That's, that's Lacey, the grey girl. Lacey has found this brown paper bag and, and she's just like, oh, this is the best thing they, ever. They find the weirdest spots to be comfy in. And then Shaq is chilling over here, <laughs> literally on the mic. <laughs> I love this. Oh, man. Yeah, so it's been an interesting 10 or 12 years since, yeah. since I did the show. Yeah. Because after that, um, what happens with shows like that is you get all these managers and like yeah. all these labels and things come to you and I was like, whoa, 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 because I ended mm. up winning. I won I know, the damn thing. I know. <laughs> that was just so unexpected. Yeah. Um, 
Who was the host when you did it? The host was Grant Denyer. Oh, well done. Yeah, awesome. he was unreal. Cool. And he was just so he was so special to us yeah. and everyone, everyone on the show. Um, I actually saw him. I did the celebrity name game just recently. Yeah. It's the first time I've seen him since when I was He would have 12. been like, you've grown up now. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> he, I kind of said hey to him. I said, hey, man, how's it going? He was like, yeah, yeah, good. And then I went back in my dressing room and he went to his and he came back five minutes later and knocked on the door and went, Oh my god! Yeah. I just realised who you are. He's like, man, I feel like you're big, like you're the dad of TV or your big brother. It was so cute because he's like, man, you've really grown up since you were twelve. Isn't it nice though to have like someone that you worked with when you were younger that kind of is like was just like a very positive experience then to revisit that again. Like I still remember yeah. when I started in morning TV, David Rain was the host who's right. like old school, old school, old school. Yeah. But like he really made it comfortable for me because yes. it's a very daunting experience, way more for you. Totally scary and he was very welcoming, warming. Yeah, he was, yeah he's, a, he's a very special man. He still is to this day just like that. You know, so just good. as how I remember. But um, as I was saying before, after – after the show and all of the manager yeah. things and all these things started to happen, I um I ended up just being a kid for a while. And we actually got to not we actually decided not to sign any deals or be with any management because I was like I was twelve. I was in my first year of high school. That in itself is totally scary. Yeah, and boys, boys, <laughs> homework. <laughs> but it was just um, a whole lot of stuff to think about, and so I just decided to kind of go off on my merry way and work a bit harder to be where I was because I didn't want to release music as a twelve-year-old. I was kind of like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to put out lollipop music that doesn't really mean anything yeah. to me. Because when I was twelve, I was seeing like these big, you know, Aretha Franklin songs. Yeah. Like I was seeing big, big songs. So it wasn't very fitting. But I'm proud of that. Like looking back now, going, man, that that's cool that I made those decisions. To I went into venues and was like, man, can you give me a gig? You know, and I didn't care if I was singing to one person or ten people. I just yeah. wanted to kind of get that experience yeah, and, um, yeah, it's good. It builds confidence, you know. And I think power to you and your fam for going, all right, this is so awesome that we've won but I also want to be a kid. Yeah. I want to do high school. I want to live. Like you see a lot of like as we've walked in, you've got the Miss Americana, <laughs> Taylor Swift doco yeah. on and the Justin Bieber ones just come out. So cool. I love watching documentaries and seeing people's <sighs> lives, you know. You're going to love hers. You're, she's about you're 24 minutes in. 24 get, minutes in. Get ready. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. We watched the essay but you can see the effect of like uh, childhood stars and that like when you don't get the chance to grow up. Yeah. It be, like you end up having to face it in your thirties or oh, your late twenties, or and I think that kudos to your family to being like, let's just be a kid for a little bit. Yeah, and I mean, I'm 25 now, so I guess I'm still I'm still young. I'm yeah, still, you're a bub, mate. Yeah, I'm nine except, years older than you. Oh, I, <laughs> yeah. oh, but I've got. I was just brushing my hair upstairs, and I thought. Oh my god! I've got so many grey hairs. Mate. I got. I remember I got my first grey at tw- uh, twenty-seven, so not too many. Okay. And I call my mum crying, and she's like, uh, "Don't worry, <laughs> it's normal." <laughs> I'm I'm devastated by it, but I kind of like it because I feel like wise. I'm oh, a bit wiser. But you naturally would be wise having gone through something like that at such a young age. I have to ask one thing. This is totally di- digressing and off topic. But yeah. you, you mentioned that you used to always do the carols. Now this year my whole family, so my dad, we did Christmas Eve, went to Christmas Eve mass with my boyfriend's family. Then when oh. I was like we've got to get home for the carols because it's my it. tradition with my dad. And we were <laughs> watching you, my dad, Matt, and I were watching you, a Christmas oh. carol. We watched you. You did the Sydney Domain, but this one I'm talking about is in Melbourne there. Yes, the Melbourne My Music Bowl. Yes. You were in this incredible, is it Jason Gretsch? It was Jason. Oh. It was stunning, hey. You bought the whole friggin' house down. <laughs> Even and that today. dress was like a house itself. Oh, my it was God. so big. Was it heavy to wear? It was quite heavy and I have to say a little um, in joke, well, it wasn't very funny for me because as soon as I was walking out they said, Bonnie Anderson, and I walked out, I tripped <sighs> over the dress and I thought, oh, no, I thought everyone would have seen it but luckily they didn't. Oh, man. But the whole time I was tripping over that dress every Every time I walked and I'm like, just had a smile on my face thinking, happy Christmas. <laughs> You've got to tell Jason that. He will love that story. <laughs> I know. But I, when I tried it on, I can't. He said, walk around because, you know, that's what you yeah. do. Make sure you walk around. I hardly walked. I did a few twirls and felt like a princess and thought, yep, this is it. But we could have, you know, thought about running around, you know, yeah, like I did yeah. on, the, on the stage. But it was, so, it was so beautiful, that dress. I just love anything he makes. 
and the sweetest human as well. He's, He's very, very, very sweet. Really but yeah, watching you on the carols, I was like, it's. Boring. We were all sitting there with our phones, Matt and I, trying to get the perfect Insta moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I, I, there's something so magical about the carols, and I'm going to really nerd you out here. But yeah. did you get to? Oh, you would have seen him, but Dennis Walter sing. Yes, I. So I've done the carols a few times now, three times now. So it's yeah. pretty special. Being a Melbourne girl myself and obviously watching like, it growing yeah. up, it's it's awesome being in there and a he's, part of it. And he's his been there voice forever. is. I'm being a real Melbourne nerd right now. <laughs> Everyone that's not from Melbourne will be like, "What?" But I'm, I used to do three RW with Dennis Walter, yeah, and I'd be like. Hey, what's what song did it get to like September? I'm like, what are we singing this year? And he's like, <laughs> and one year I went to the dress rehearsal. You know how you have the dress yes, rehearsal on the 23rd? the night before. And he goes, now this song's for Lola Berry if you're here. And I was like, highlight of my year, guys. That's amazing. That's <laughs> he so good. Is the, I just love the carols and melodies. So voice seeing you there, I'll, we were just like, yes. Oh, thanks. I'm man. just basically. I got out. a lot of pressure with that song too. I thought they said, oh, do you want to come on and do All I Want for Christmas is You? And I thought, Oh, oh, that's a, that's new a lot lyrics of to learn. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, and you know those lyrics in that song are so hard because really? I just think all I want for Christmas is you, <laughs> and then like, I don't want a lot for Christmas. Like I feel like it's just very repetitive, but. Yeah. Really digging in and learning the lyrics. There's so many whack lyrics really? that I was like, I never knew they were in there. I'm so happy you just busted out a tune. I was singing on the way. Is she going to bust a tune? Oh, I've got to ask her. She's going to have to bust this. <laughs> so whenever you feel the, the calling or the need today, just go for gold. Oh, thank you. <laughs> this is already, you're already like blowing me away. So I'm so, <laughs> thank you so much for doing this. So You've had this kind of like Australia's Got Talent experience. Yeah. You and your parents are like, nah, let me be a kid for a little bit. Yeah. And then fast forward like even like just 2018, Neighbours. Yeah, yeah, which was completely something that I never really, I didn't really think I was going to ever act, you know. Really? So I loved it. I'm a, I'm a bit of a show pony, I guess, around around my home and things like that, I'll pl- play up and try and act like something. And I used to do that a lot. And I did audition for things from time to time growing up just because, you know, it's a part of the entertainment world. Yeah. But so basically when I was 16, I signed a deal to Sony Music. Yes. And I thought, yeah. So that was like my moment where I, where I put out um, my first ever single was Raise the Bar, which was yeah. gorgeous. I, I listened this morning. Back. I it's listened to all your Spotify song. playlists. <laughs> I, and I went to the um, the launch of Sorry. Yes. Last year. Yes. I'm jumping all over the timeline here right now. There's but so that, much that's, yeah, And you did this cool. cover of um, Jay-Z and Alicia Keys. Empire State of Mind. Oh. Yeah, I love that song. I love that song. Oh, but, it loves you, my oh. friend. <laughs> <laughs> me. I love it. I've been doing that song for a long time now. I love that song. And we do it just like piano, vocal, oh. just sing it. I mean, every time I'm not in New York singing it, it feels a little bit strange. But I just put myself in that place, you know. Well, I was saying it's a Valentina when oh, and Jason, yes. we were just talking about and she was like, I told her she's got to do this song. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think I might have dedicated it to her or something. Yeah, I think probably. you did. Yeah. I think you did. <laughs> and it, But that's not, so that's and I've probably like. I'm going to let you take over and do the timeline because I'm going like boom, boom. <laughs> and then I'm, wasn't there like Blackout? Wasn't that a massive so one? So Blackout came after Raise the Bar and that, okay. that was really cool because for me I was spending a lot of time in LA. That's when I was about 18. I oh, From 16 to 18 to 19 even I was back and forward to LA. And do you like I was, LA? I love it. I love it's it. good vibe, hey. It's such a good vibe. What I love most about there is that you're – around such incredible people with amazing creative minds and mm. and everyone's wanting to achieve the the highest and biggest things and that's what i love to be around Dreamers. it makes me yeah. i feel i feel like a better and better person and it makes me work harder and that's what yeah. i love you know yeah. just to surround yourself around people that bring out the best in you i guess so for me, I was spending a lot of time doing work and music and, I mean, missing it, and I'll talk about this later, but missing out on, you know, the parties and things like that yeah. that my friends back home were yeah. were doing, which was funny as an 18-year-old because I was like, I was there on my 18th birthday and my family weren't there and I thought, oh, I can't even have a drink of alcohol. because no, <laughs> it it's so 21 wacky. there, isn't it? Yeah, 21. <gasps> so that was interesting too. But going forward from now, from then till now, um, I auditioned for Neighbours a few times and mm-hmm. I didn't get the first one, didn't get the second one. I thought, man, I'm never going to get this thing. And I, I kind of was a little bit 
if I'm honest, I was a little bit like, I just want to sing. I don't want to be an actor. I just want to sing. This is what I've got here at singing versus acting. Like yeah. what's the. Yeah. So for a long time I even said, like at the, at the time I said to my manager, my family, I don't want to ever go on Neighbours or Home and Away. And it was really interesting because I feel like it. I got it. I got it <laughs> and I auditioned and they, they actually created a role for me to be Jodie Gordon, which is an actor Oh, beautiful yeah. actor. You love her, I see, on Insta. She's like, well, she's my sister on the show, yeah. but she feels like a real, real sister, sister, you know, which is special. You guys look related too, don't you A reckon? lot of people say yeah. that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty great casting really. I remember one of my first boyfriends years ago, he said to me, you know what, one day you should be Jodie Gordon's sister on a show because you look alike and like Next years minute, later yeah. it happened. Yeah, but it's um, it's been really cool being on the show and I actually said last year it's changed my life. For the better uh, and it's something that I definitely needed because I've grown as as a person um, yeah. personally and just business-wise and my mentality and, and just being confident. You know, you're on screen, we're filming every day. We do like sometimes over 50 hours a week and we're, wow. you know, sometimes you might have a pimple and things like this. This is the silly things that women think about, yeah. you know, and we'll be filming and you know you kind of think oh god I hate that side of my face or but it's kind of I've overcome stupid things like that Mm. that you know as a young girl two years ago I was probably more insecure about it I think now at the age I am and have gone through what I've gone through I'm like you know what I like me I like me no it's such a nice feeling you know of course I have my insecurities and things like that but I'm cool with it and I'm like grounded and I feel like having all that structure with neighbors and having those people just shoving cameras in your face and being mm. around people. And it's kind of like a sink or swim situation, you know, filming all the time. You And it's a teamwork environment. So if you go in there and don't know your lines, you know, it, you, yes. you're in the bad yeah. box kind of thing. You need to know. That was my question. How long do you get to learn lines? Because I see highlighted lines. Yeah. Over the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Scripts. we basically get our – so we get a block of six episodes um, weekly. Yeah. And then we film six episodes – um, a week and we I work five days a week there. Yeah. So um, generally. So today I've actually had a day off, which is pretty Which lucky. is why we're doing the yes, podcast. Yes. Yeah. Which is cool. But, um, yeah, we're, we're just constantly, constantly filming. I film out of order as well, which is yeah. pretty wacky because yeah. I could be filming something, an, an emotional scene, and then I could be filming something that's three days later and it's actually a happy scene, you know. Yeah. So you have to know where you're coming and going and you have to constantly be feeling the emotions and it's it's really – it is it is quite overwhelming, the job, because you, you're feeling all these emotions, yeah. you know. But it, I feel like it's really made me feel things that I used to block out a lot and it's a really good thing for me, yeah. And this is a question I wasn't planning on asking until I was really like – I just kind of like I really dove deep in to learn as much as I could about you. Yeah. And being a musician and being an actor, do the two overlap as far as your process goes? So when you just said you have to do an emotional scene, do you yeah. sometimes listen to music that can help you feel that emotion? So for me, <laughs> I think about pretty like weird things in my head to get really emotional, like certain people that might have hurt me in my past, yeah. certain situations that I might have, you know, Bit someone being. almost. It's sometimes because we work so fast. You need to have it on tap. Yeah, I kind yeah. of have to think, what am I going to think about to make me really emotional? And I yeah. sort of put myself in a really w- weird situation. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, sometimes it makes me feel sick and stuff, so you've got to shake it off. But yeah. I sometimes struggle though to cry. There's some moments where I'm like, man, I can't cry, but it's just like it's like writing a song. Yeah. Sometimes I sit there and go, I don't even I have nothing. I have nothing. I, I have nothing yeah. to put on this paper. Like, but some days I could just be like word vomit. Word yeah. vomit you know? It's such a weird thing, creative lifestyle and what we do and what we're passionate about. It's such a it's a weird world that we we live in, you know? The reason why I ask this is just last week I did a masterclass with an actor called Cody Fern. So yeah. he's an Aussie. He's on The Assassination of Gianni Versace. Oh. On Netflix watched if cool. you have an American Horror Story and House of oh, Cards. Epic. He's like an Aussie that's just 
flying at the moment. Amazing. And he, we, I was watching him kind of like teach actors his process. Yeah. And I could see that music was used a little bit, but he, he was all about like do the work, understand your own psychology. Yeah. And it's a bit like what you were saying, I can tap into old memories and be like, well, that person made me feel really shit. Mm. And then you can bring that to the moment. Yeah. And then but the thing that I didn't even think of is like how the F do you shake that off? Like totally. especially if you've got to do a scene half an hour later or a few hours later and yeah. be like, shit, well, this scene is, and like you said, it's not in order. Yes. So it's not like this bad things just happen and now a great thing's happening. It could yes. be before or it's after. It's so weird. You yeah. Know, even going on break, we had four weeks off and we were filming the 35th anniversary and it's it's insane that Neighbours has been around for 35 yeah. years, firstly, and the stuff that we're doing and the storylines that I'm involved in is out of out of this world. Of course, it's very dramatic, but which is typical Neighbours. It's a soap opera, though, yeah. isn't it meant to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, a, like we were saying, it's so emotional, it's draining of your soul, and then we kind of went on four-week break and we had – we still had stuff to film for the 35th anniversary. So it's like the first day back, first two days back, I was just an emotional wreck crying. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yep, we're back into the swing of things. Have you done any official training or have you just learnt on the job? I have done, yeah, acting training yeah. over the years, like yeah. sporadically. Um, I've never been like, yep, yeah, let's go every week because I want to just be an absolute animal at it because I was so focused on music. And yeah, yeah, yeah of course. So it's, it's been a, like a funny thing because working on Neighbours has – I've neglected music a little bit, but I still obviously I just I don't have the time I used to. With. But they also, don't they tap into your musical talent? They do, neighbors? which yeah. is great. And I put yeah. out two singles last year. Like this year I'm going to be putting out music and it's it's special that I get to do it in a different way, you know, yeah. and I think that's the beauty of this is there's no rules. You can kind of, what, what I like to do with what I love is just keep pushing on, keep writing. And that's the thing, like from when I was 18 to 25, I've got that many different songs that I've written. Yeah. And I don't like to stick to one thing. I just like to explore and, and take opportunities and and learn. And, and if I don't like it, then cool, I'll just do something else. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, Question about, this is more of a musical question, last year mm -hmm. you went to London? Yes. According to my Instagram stalking, <laughs> I remember being like, this chick doesn't stop. No, last year was nuts. Did you do Britain's Got Talent? Or? I, so I did Britain's Got Talent, the champions. So yeah. that was from all over the world, winners um, got to, well, were invited to be a part Mate, of this competition. You bought the house down. Oh, it was um. It was a really, really intense thing. Going back, that was 10, 11 years ago or something, I did the Aussie yeah. Got Talent. And then going back and doing this with Simon Cowell in front of me and yeah. it was it was scary. High stakes. Yeah. And it was like this is where it's originated from. It was the Britons got yeah. champions. And there was some awesome and even competitions, just, they freak me out, man. I'm like, oh, man, this is too much for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. it was great. It's good just to get out there and do it, you know. And so when you did that, I also remember, I can't believe I, I've got the weirdest memory. I can remember everything. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, but then you also did like appearances on TV with the the actor that plays Carl, Dr. Oh, Carl. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That I was all the, the morning same show. trip, wasn't it? Or was so, it? So, no, was I it? did. So I've done two trips to London Okay, last I'm year. getting my London trips confused. Yeah, well, it felt like I was there all the time, you know, just back forward. But um, I did a trip for like promotions for my so single. You get to so you that, so that's pr single promotions but then. I did cross like promo gotcha. which was really full on as well. Yeah. But awesome and, and Carl who Alan Fletcher yeah. um, plays, he was there at the same time which was really special. He oh, plays cute. my uncle on the show. Yeah. And he's just like the king of bloody Ramsey Street. So. He's got the best voice. I he's remember great. when I was real young, like 10 or something, I was doing a voiceover for like a kid's storybook. Oh, wow. And he was walking out of the – and he had this incredible like voiceover. He's voice. got such a distinct voice yeah. as well. Yeah. So, okay. so do you actually. You've got a very distinct voice. Oh, really? I love it. Yeah. I do. So I've been doing a year of acting school, but I've been doing dialect coaching as well because I'm so – my accent is very Australiana. Yeah, and I love it. I but love I'm it. trying to understand it a little bit more for like American dialect and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. It oh, is man, so I, hard. I suck at doing accents so bad. I'm like, oh, because I start doing like I mix them all up together. Yeah. It's just not happening. They for me. do say it is like riding a bike. Like once you've got 
it down. Mm, like muscle. Yeah. And yeah. it's just using, you would, well, see, you understand the voice, like, yes. so you'd probably pick it up faster than most people. Well, I hope so. I should start doing that. You've inspired me. Mate, I'll put you in touch after <laughs> see, this. I'm pretty Australian <laughs> too. I'm like, yeah, how you going? Yeah. <laughs> it is, it's an endearing thing. So, again, I'm jumping around a little bit, but what, when you were doing your time in LA, what made yeah. you go, nah, I want to come back to Australia for a while? I think Let's, uh, uh, well, let's chat about this a little bit because what happened with me is I think as an 18-year-old I sort of got a bit like tired of not being around my friends because it it got really intense, you know. And like we said earlier, when you're young and you're in the spotlight and things like that, and I mean mine's on a different, completely different level to like Bieber as such and he was. Still pretty solid. But it's, you know, it's for anybody doing something that's like a lot of pressure you know, you've got people watching you, you've got yeah. people judging you and, and a positive or negative, whatever it may be, they are, you are putting yourself out there for people to have an opinion kind of thing. So yeah. for me, I was like, oh man, this is just, I'm just tired of this. I just yeah. want to party with my friends yeah. and just hang out. But um, with LA was incredible, but I, I ended up, you know, as, my, as well as like I was spending so much money going over there. As a young yeah. girl, I was just waiting for the next gig and things like I was like, well, how am I going to pay for this? How am I going to like own a house of my own one day? Mm. But I was just, I always worked so hard and I think at that time I was like, man, I've, I just want to chill. And I think that's when I came back and obviously I haven't really gone over since I've been on Neighbours yeah, as well. But even after I turned probably 19, 20, I reckon I had like a couple of years off from going back and forward to LA and I was just like, ah, oh, I've had enough. I just want to relax. I want to get to know me a bit more. And mm. honestly, I I feel like that's when I, you know, I met, I met a boy when I was 18 and I kind of, that was when I started learning more things about myself. Yeah. And, you know, even I was a little bit of a rebel at that stage and I just wanted to be like, just be me and just be able to do whatever I wanted and things like that because I started feeling the pressure a bit. And looking back, it's so interesting because I th- I feel like I'm so glad that I did all these things because... Mate, you've done enough for a lifetime, honestly. Yeah, I and I wouldn't feel like that for you because you're in it. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. People would dream of like one third of your career. Oh, it's It's been True. fun. It's been fun. It's And I think that I feel like it's more the beginning now because I've just... All oh, of that yeah. stuff was just, you know, I know Learning. it's like the old saying that we all, that's oh, the beginning now, you watch. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but I think you're right because you have had the gift of like breaking certain industries quite young, it's yeah. now, you know, you get to really go, this is who Bonnie is. Yeah. It's, it's quite an empowering moment. And like you said, like I like myself now. Mm. You know how you were saying like two years ago you were like, my pimple. Yeah, stupid stuff that you care you care about that you don't need to. One know? more question just about the LA, Melbourne or Australia thing. Mm-hmm. I, they feel like very different industries energetically. Like yes. one is like, yeah, go, 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 oh, go. Anything definitely. is possible. Never a bad meeting, da, da, da. Yep. Um, and Sydney sometimes has that little bit of a feel about it yes. too, whereas Melbourne feels more grounding to me and quite solid, maybe a little bit slower sometimes. Totally slower. Man, it's just it's everything slower here. It's, yeah. The pace is just like, ugh, I'm like a snail. But, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I love it. I'm so it. glad you feel that too. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll never, ever say anything bad about Australia, man. It's my favourite. Yeah. That's what, I, I could yeah. be living in LA now, but I do – I love being with my family. Yeah. I love being home. Delilah. I love my babies. Yeah. And I I do love it there though, like I said, because there's people that are killing it over there and they want bigger things. They want better things. And they – They'll, you know, you'll go to a gig and you'll get up and sing and everyone's like, yeah, man, woo, yeah. like, yeah. And you say that here like, woo, and so someone looks at you like, what the hell are you yelling yeah. out, you know? Yeah. That sort of stuff is really yeah. interesting here because it's – because I still – I'm me. Like I'm going to – if I love someone and I'm I'm going to scream out and go, yeah, like yeah. you're amazing, <laughs> woo, that was great. But some people are really – like in their shell here. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. they don't like giving to someone too much. Well, that's also tall poppy in Australia is, is very totally real. totally a thing, yeah. Yeah. It, it's very real. Okay, you've answered that perfectly. <laughs> the next thing I want to know is so there's this beautiful side that we see which is like not insta is the wrong word but, you know, like the success, the, you know, the, the acting, the singing, but is there a – and it's the entertainment industry. Is there a like a – darker side to the entertainment like you mentioned earlier you know a lot a lot of managers wanted to be involved like 
I know from my own personal experience, like some managers are amazing, but some aren't the right fit for you. And and mm. when that happens, it can be really hard not to take things personally. Yeah. Oh, I've learned a lot um, where trusting people, I'm such a yeah. big people person. And as you're such. a giver, aren't you? I'm a giver. Yeah. I'm a lover. Like everyone's mm. my family. I love you. And, you know, mm. I'm big at throwing that word around. And I think that I, I really do love people, but I think – you know, when it comes to business and things like that, you've got to hold your ground. You've got to hold your cards close to you. And I've learned that firsthand just by being so young and trusting people and and looking up to people in this business and 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 knowing that they've been through certain things and they've they've done amazing, incredible things. And I'm going to listen to you. But I think for me, when you are you know, going out there and, and running a business, like whether it be whatever it may be, I'm not even talking about entertainment, but that's just what I know because that's yeah. what I've done. But you really have to be strong in your decisions because people can walk all over you and I yeah. feel like that's something that I've really, really learned. And I just – and I'm always really kind, I feel. I feel like I just want to be a good person and want to um, – be grateful for every opportunity mm. and be grateful for people putting in any time or effort into what what I'm doing. You know, that's that I'll forever be thankful but for that. But I really do believe that you have to be stern mm. and yeah, be grateful and all of that stuff, but don't let anybody bloody F you around. You know what I mean? You can totally be kind and strong at the same time. Yes. And that's been a big lesson for me too. I'll be like, oh, but I was so nice, that person, they just totally dicked me over, <laughs> yeah. you know, and it's easy for kind people to get taken for granted yes. a little bit. Yes, and And kind of feel sorry for someone but then it ends up stuffing you around, you know, oh, I feel sorry for them though. Then, yeah. But they actually don't really care about you. You've got to trust your intuition on you your do. gut. And I think not to make it too much about the entertainment industry but that can be amplified because yeah. people do want to get ahead. Yeah, and it's business, yeah. you know, and, and that's that's what you've got to remember and that's what I have to remember as much as I'm like, yeah, they're my family, they love me, I love them, of course, but we've, there's, you know, there's money involved, yeah. there's things involved and, and you don't want to think about that too much but you've got to be, you've it's got to be smart. Savvy, yeah. Yeah. It's just being savvy, yeah. It's almost just like an awareness yeah. other than anything else. I think totally. the... Uh, the people that really like have a long lasting career, like you're watching the Taylor Swift doc, I oh. like kind human, but that chick's strong. She is strong, yes. And anyone you look at that has survived and th- like really thrived, you'll find that they've got this this assertiveness about them. Yeah. And they're not apologetic about it. They're just like, hey, let's do this, but let's work hard. And that's yes. the next thing I wanted to ask you about. One thing I've learned at acting school is there's all these talented people. Like there are a lot of talented people out there. But the thing so that, many. Oh, you would see it with singing as well, yeah. I'm sure. They're everywhere, everywhere. The thing that's missing though is so it's rare, what I'm learning is there's this rare combination. It's when the talent and the creativity is met with the hard work and discipline. 100%. You know what? I've even noticed that because, you know, I've seen people that are an incredible singer mm. and even more so on, in my opinion, than a certain other person, right? I might like their voice and, mm. and, and more than the other person, but the other person is a harder worker. Yeah. And they'll get further. You know, it, it all comes down to how much work you're going to put in. And it doesn't really matter about your talent. If you're going to sit on your ass and, and just totally. expect it to come on a silver totally. platter, then it's not going to happen, you know. And I think you, you, if you believe in yourself and you put it out there and you and you work for it, you're going to, you're going to get somewhere. And that's that's a that's a definite thing. The reason why I ask is because I remember when we came to your sorry launch. Yeah. The next day you were like, oh, "I'm flying out to Sydney first thing tomorrow, and I'm shooting a video." Yeah. And and I was like, "Holy shit! This girl doesn't." St- <laughs> and it was, I found it very inspiring. It was oh, like this in, infected, but that is. Although it might not feel like me, that's a very strong work ethic because you Thank don't really, you. you're always focused on, like you said. What's next? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you're doing Neighbours this year, but like, you're like, I'm bringing more music out. Like, yeah. you're, you're, you're finding a way. Yeah, totally. And last year was the first year I've ever really kind of taken control and done everything myself. I've, yeah. I've, you know, in, initially, I've, well, it's sort of, it's hard because I was used to always being the young girl that people kind of did things for me or would come up with, I'd, I'd come up with ideas and be the person that would always write the songs and things like that. But like last year I was like, this is what I want to do. This is the song I'm going to put out. This is how I'm going to put it out. This is what I'm, when I'm going to do it. I want to go here, here and there. And I want to do all these days that 
at Neighbours at the same time and then shoot a video on the weekend and then do a launch. Like, you know, all these things were happening and we even with the launch, like I organised everything myself down to a T and I thought and it made me feel so, it actually made me feel great. Like I was yeah. like, this is so cool that I, I could do it myself and I thought, yeah, I can I can actually do this. Yeah. And it's cool Like and, and it made, made me feel like it's more true to what I want to do anyway and people are going to believe, they're not going to believe bullshit, you know, they can see yeah. bullshit from a mile away. So for me putting out music that I believed in and I had no expectations. I just wanted to do it because I wanted to and I and I loved it. So that's ah. kind of where it came from. It was good. Last year was busy, man, but I loved it. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, you didn't stop. But also I like that you said like down to that launch, like you organised it all. That means you would have organised the DJ. Yeah. You would have organised the guest list. You would, yeah. I think it was you that was writing to an Insta, hey, am I going to see you there? Here's the invite. Yeah. Like <laughs> I think um, – People don't know, all my book launches I do the same way, yeah. like down to the food, down to the catering, right. down to the location. And I've just done one event recently where I'm working with other people and no one works as hard as you on something that's yours. Yes. And they're great. Like it's it's been great. But I'm like, oh, wow, like it's more fun for me to actually, and it's not in a control freak way, it's just yeah. that I work a bit harder. Yeah, that's right. And I think because it's your baby. Well, that's the thing, like watching you as well over these years. And and like I said, I, I followed you before I, I met you and I was like, this it's so great to see when you wrote, you wrote your book and then all of these things that I was like, man, I'm inspired by that stuff because – and even the way your your positivity and your energy and things like that, I love that because it makes me – that's what's something I'm focusing on this year as, as more as – like more than what I was doing last year, you know, watching shows to give me some inspiration on yeah. music and acting and, and then, you know, folk, I'm reading a book at the moment. It's like this happiness plan and I'm just trying to like. Oh, how good is that? It's oh, so yeah, good yeah, yeah, and yeah. I don't usually read as well. I'm like, oh, reading. I, I hated it back in the day but yeah. I'm just trying to make changes. Like even I'm, I've never been a big drinker but I've stopped drinking for yeah. this year. I'm like a year, I'm not going to drink just because. So I'll do that with you because yeah. I haven't had a drink since New Year's Day. So yeah, well, I'll I, jump on that with you. I love it. And I'm, it's not even the fact I go, you know, we, we go to these events and things like that and go to, you know, show our face and, and all of that stuff and people, the first thing they'll say is, you want a drink? And I'm like. Nah, I'm cool. I don't yeah, want to drink. Most people don't realise if you've got a glass of water in your hand, they're like, she's fine. Yeah, like, they're like, that's oh, vodka. <laughs> totally. It's totally. And I think as well it brings this sense of clarity. Yeah. And I think if you want to work as hard as what you're saying, you know, neighbours, yeah. music, running your race kind of thing. Yes. And you just got to be clear. Like I notice even with me when I eat sugar, I'm not clear. I yeah. can feel it for two days, three days after. I'm like, Lola, don't compromise. Yeah. Like, See, I'm. I, that's one thing that I'm bad with sugar. Yeah, I'm and I'm really like, that's bad. the next thing. I'm like, come on, honey. I've got like a bit of chocolate in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just in there just in case. Yeah. I need it. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's harder than you think. The sugar, the heart, the sugar thing is really hard. But I know, I for me, it's like if I bring it back down to clarity and feeling clear and actually feeling like mm. I can achieve all these things. Yeah, it actually helps you work harder. Totally, and that's what I I thought. I thought you know. If I don't drink for a year, I'm going to see what happens and see if it's definitely possible because I'm not even a big drinker anyway. I never know what I feel like when I go out. I'm like, well, I don't even know. I don't like the taste of it. So I was like, oh, stuff it. I don't need it. So I thought, how much more can I get done? How yeah. much better am I going to sleep? How much better my my skin look? You know, all those things. And I was like, maybe my head would be clearer. I'll think clearer. Yeah. And that's yeah, what yeah. that's my plan anyway. So smart. If you I think as well, if you look at people that are super successful, they'll have something where they don't have There'll be something like they're not drinkers or some people are anti-coffee. I'm very pro-coffee, as you know. I do love coffee. (laughs) But, you know, people have their little thing like uh, you've seen probably docos with Steve Jobs. He was like a fruitarian for a while. You know, like the most successful really, they've got a real, like a quirk or they've got something that they've been willing to give up. Yes. And I think. That's very important. Yeah, yeah, I think like you you touched on it being in LA, like you gave up your social life at a time when like socialising is super. Oh, of course, like as a as a teenager, it's a rite of that's passage, like mate. that's what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, everyone's going out and partying, and you know it was like I was really jealous at that time. I was like, man, like, I, and I used to cry to my mom all the time. I was like, man, I never. You want to be a kid? I really yeah. just want to go have fun and dance with my friends. Yeah, but, and mum, it wasn't like. 
it wasn't the, you know, mum would be like, well, if that's what you want to do, then you, you're welcome to, Bonnie. Yeah. Like, that's cool. She didn't, like, make me stay yeah. there. But then I'd think to myself, wake up, Jesus, because I loved music more yeah. than anything, more than going out and having a bit oh, of. Oh, and now we've done a spillage. big spillage in my water. <laughs> so this was not the kittens at all. I don't want to go It's just Lola. It. It's just me. Is there somewhere should I grab a tea towel or something? Oh, don't, you know what? Let's just let it sit Are you there. sure? Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> Just ruining Bonnie's kitchen table here while we're. <laughs> oh man, no, but yeah, I think it's just like if you can give up certain things. And my mum used to say to me, even like, it's is is all those things going to be worth it? You know, when you've you've had because she'd be like my point of reason. So if you've had if you've got music that you're doing and you want to do that and that's the most important thing, then do it, Bonnie. And then she'd say things like, "You can party later on. You know, you can have fun it's not later going on. Anywhere, it's yeah. Not going anywhere. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I thought with alcohol. I was like. I, you know what? When I'm when I'm sitting back and I'm like, yes, I've done it. I'll have a bloody champagne and celebrate. Yeah. I was like, it's not like a lot of pressure. I'm not like I'm never going to drink again. But I just want to ch- put challenges out there and put goals out there and just achieve them. You know, and yeah, continue man. to do that. It's amazing the energetics of that alone of just choosing to like because it's a form of discipline. Yeah, like and I think hard work is discipline. Totally. And I think success comes with a whole lot of like we were saying the talent versus work ethic. I think it comes with a truckload of discipline. Yeah, yeah. Um, another thing I learned this course, he just kept going, "Do the work, guys. Like, do the work. And do he's the like, work. Be yeah. over prepared. Yeah. Like, uh, he's like." Don't just know the scene. Know the whole play if you're in a play. Like, yeah. know it back to front. Know your writer. Know, like, yeah. So I imagine that's very, very, very hard for television. But it just made me think, shivers, I don't work hard enough. Like, and. <laughs> well, you never, well, I feel like you, there's never, like, an end thing. You nah, can never work hard yeah. enough. You can keep going, you know. Like, just keep, you, your brain can keep thinking. You can keep achieving. You know, it's all that. Just work. You work your butt off. Now, one thing you've touched on a few times and yes. I'm pumped to kind of like, you, you've kind of said that you're a deep lover, like you've got, and you've got a big, obviously got a very, very big heart. And I imagine like even listening to your music, like, yeah. um, and you definitely don't have to go into specifics about heartbreak, but would you say like heart, like matters of the heart and heartbreak have taught you a lot of lessons about yourself? Completely, yeah. yeah. I think... Um, I've had a lot of intense relationships, I feel, um, like my long-term relationship and then, well, mainly one really that was like a longer one. But I did learn a lot because I feel like there was just a lot of times where we weren't super compatible. Yeah. Um, But I remember just... It was very intense and I feel like my heart has, is so big. It's it like, is. It just it wants is so to big. love and like – and I love to just be there for somebody and yeah. and, and just protect like with everything I've got. And that's kind of something that I've always noticed about myself. I'm like, man, I just need to chill out a bit. <laughs> no, but I think the, tr- true creatives like artists, they yeah, love deep. They like do. super deep. It's, it's, a, it's like a different – I actually think it's a different type of existence, a creative. Yeah. you feel everything. You, you do. The fact that you've got kittens in here that you've saved, you know, like you're <laughs> yeah. a lover. Like as soon as I saw you, like big hug. Like yeah. you, I think this is what I love about and, and Matt, my boyfriend, often talks about, he said like heart, manners of the heart for creatives and even heartbreak for creatives are this beautiful gift as well. Oh, completely. I wrote many yeah. songs yeah. about it. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, these songs, man. And and that's a song I wrote last year was Sorry. Um, yeah. Oh, I didn't write it last year. I put it out last year. But it was one Such of my most. Such a song. I love that song. Oh, me too, and, mate. Yeah, thank you. And for me, like, I listen to the lyrics and it's very, it brings me back to a powerful time in my life where I kind of just stood there and I, I remember I was in LA and I wrote it and I thought, man, this, this guy's just hurting me over and over and yeah. over and I just keep going back. I kept going back to him and back to him and I thought, man, am I ever – I'm kind of speaking out of like, you know, quite deep here but yeah, I think it's good. just – it's good to talk about it because a lot of us go through, you know, we're all in relationships yeah, some, sometime man. in our life and this song was, you know, about me going, you know, I actually am – a, a strong woman, yeah, and I feel like I lost a lot of that as I was going through this relationship. I lost, I started doubting myself more and more, and I, I lost a lot of faith in myself, and 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 probably even my career, and a lot of stuff. It just kind of took over, and I was very young. I feel like a lot of that had a had a lot to do with it, and. This moment when I wrote this song, I thought, you know what? And the, the lyrics are, I'm not giving in to you because the truth still hurts. You're not the man I used to know. You know, the truth came out of the liar's grave. It's like it's it's very much like. Such a good song. It's, and it's just singing and I'm like, just bust it out, mate. You're so- <laughs> 
sorry won't turn back time and that yeah. was the main thing for me because, you know, I was always such a sucker with, you know, I'm so sorry, I'll never do it again or whatever it may be. Because you're you a know, lover I love you. You're a lover. And yeah, as soon yeah, as they yeah. give me that, you know, I love you and no one will love you like I do, I'm like, okay, I love you, man. But that's the thing that yeah. as a woman and as a, as a young girl I remember thinking, oh, far out, I just – I'm someone that will just stick by somebody no matter what, you know. And this song really helped me overcome that going, oh, man, I deserve better than this. I can't keep giving if they're just going to keep taking, you know. I think any female listening to this, though, will have been in a relationship where there's a lot of take is the wrong word. I feel like like, everyone's been through a similar thing. Yeah, yeah, big time. Even my, I'm very pro-therapy and my therapist was like, when would you like to stop dating narcissists, Lola? And I was like, oh. You know, and it's that same like you think that it's good when it's good but when it's not good, it's not. Yeah, and I would read read things on, you know, narcissists because I didn't really, you know, my mum would say, you need to look this up and I would read it and go, man, that's weird. It's kind of like their face is sitting right next to the word but it's it's, totally. it's sad because. Oh, Ooh. we've got Taylor Swift Ooh, playing. Taylor Swift. I'll put her off. I'll put her off. Anyone listening to this, you have to watch the Miss America Taylor Swift doco. It is very inspiring. that happens <laughs> There must be ghosts in the house, man. Yeah, but I think it's really important to um, know your worth for starters and, and you know, we all do have to go through these things. And like I said in when we first started, I don't regret a thing. No way. I just can't, no, no, you no, know. No, no. And, and you'll mean, find every relationship or maybe that was the big not yuck one, but the heartbreaky one. Yeah. You, as time passes, you're like, oh, I'm so lucky because we had that. We had that. He taught me that about myself. Yes. He taught me that I don't want to lose my strength. He yeah. taught, and then you start to go, oh, my God, thank you so much. Like, yeah, because thank you. you've made me the version that I am now with my partner. And I wouldn't have been that version yeah. without all these other, like, and I always say, Matt thinks I'm like, almost a bit too yodery about it. I'm like, I'm grateful <laughs> to all your ex-girlfriends because they've made you the, the person that you are today that yeah, I'm dating yeah. and all my uh, past experience have made me the person. Like it's totally it makes you really grateful for it. Yeah, and as much as, you know, we've, we've all been through certain relationships and there's obviously there's great times in all of them, you know, otherwise you wouldn't have been with them yeah. in the start. And I don't, don't want to be like a whole sad sack, but I think you're right. Like you do learn you learn things from people and, and they people they like those quotes you read, people yeah. come into your life, you know, and you yeah, can learn or, you know, yeah. yeah, all those is for a reason. And, you know, right now I'm in an awesome relationship, happy, lo- you know, loving, laughter, and that's cool for me. because You I'm guys like, are fun to watch. And I, <laughs> I said like I was researching you and the Daily Tally had done a, like oh. a story on you guys eating chips at the Australian oh, Open. And do you know how funny it was? So we were at the Australian Open. Yeah. You know how when you're sitting in that room it is Silent, like you can hear a pin yeah, drop. Yeah, and you so put a chip in. Your I was, I was actually filming myself trying to because I thought it was hilarious. I'm trying to eat these chips so <laughs> silently, and it's impossible. And then I didn't realize that some of it, when he was taking photos of us, and it was just such a funny thing. I think you literally like put the chip in your mouth, pulled it out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, I did. I was like, like, this ain't gonna work. Only, only body. It's so good though. Like, but. <sighs> Yeah, it looks like there's a lot of like goofing around and fun. Yeah, and I think that's the most important thing with any relationship. You've got to be able to be real with yourself and and be silly. And I'm the biggest goofball. Like I'm so not perfect and that's like like I said, I've I've made mistakes many times. I've said stupid things in interviews. I'd say something or I can't even get a word out and I'm like, you know, like it's just certain things like that. But who cares? Nobody cares. Who cares about that stuff? I think it's all... About just living in the moment, and bloody think, having fun. And I think people want to relate to you anyway, so I don't think like I love bloopers. Like I don't know oh, about you, it. but I'll watch a movie and then I'll Google the bloopers <laughs> yes. or the behind the scenes or the um, like I'll, I'll research it and yeah. I'll be like, when did they stuff up? And I love seeing that. Like oh, I think people perfect. like the not so perfect stuff. Yeah. I can't believe we've already been going for so like it's we're nearly up time wise. Oh I know. Is there any like failure or lesson or anything that you like I know we've talked a little bit about heart and stuff. Is there anything where you're like, no, no, I want to touch on that before I I think um the main thing I learnt last year was the biggest lesson of my life just to stop giving in to people that won't give to you kind of thing. And I think that's yeah. my biggest lesson is just you at the end of the day you're in your own mind, you're, you're, you're your own person, you're an individual. So yeah. you have to find the strength in you 
and and like love yourself before you can love anyone else, that kind of thing, yeah. you know. And I think that's honestly like I hear that all the time. I see it all the time on quotes, but it's really something that I learned because and also not always letting yourself be in a, in a shitty situation just because of love in a way, you know what I mean? Just kind of being you have to be stronger than that I think and I think that's one thing I learned with love and all that stuff I used to think oh my god love is everything love is I don't care if I'm living in a, in a bloody shoebox on the side of the road I'm gonna be there for love kind of thing but mm. at the end of the day like that's that's not happiness and if someone's like not giving you the fulfillment that you need and and I feel like that's not love really at the end of the day if you kind of get what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, totally. There's like there's like that lust, that initial kind of like, ah, oh, intoxicating. Often yeah. that is a sign of like maybe it's not. Yeah. Like, there's I read this really cool quote and it was like real love is a cool love. Like mm. it's a, there's compassion and there's like this camaraderie. It's like a teammate yeah. and it's yes, like. Yes, it's a teammate. You know, as opposed to, oh, this is fire and you can totally have that as well. But like mm. when it's just that Romeo and Juliet style love. Yes. It's not, they say that's not super realistic for real love. No, like Real love is not. this kind of like, yeah, team. Which team it, having conversations, yeah. being being a mate, looking after another, you know that sort of stuff. But I love what you said about like last year was the year that you kind of figured out. Like it sounds like to me that you've come and and I, I'm going to sound like an old lady friend <laughs> right now, but because I am nine years older than you, like it sounds to me kind of like you've got to this level. You're like I'm going to start marching to the beat of my own drum, and I'm yeah. going to bloody love it. Yeah. And that's kind of what it feels like you're kind of saying. And I am. I am. And I'm feeling like a bit of an inspire, you know, inspiring weirdo. I say so many strange things lately, but it's so interesting because I think, wow, that I'm, all these things that are coming out of my mouth, I really feel. And I used yeah. to think, oh, God, that quote, that quote. I think, no. But I'm obsessed with just being a positive bundle of positivity, you know, and that's that's what – I and feel I, pushes me along and makes me a better person, really. And I think what you put out, you get back. And yeah. uh, please stay an inspiring weirdo, <laughs> quote, unquote, <laughs> yeah. because I think we need more of it. <gasps> and I think that I was talking to my best mate and I was like, if we pull this thing off, we've both got this little plan. I'm like, if we pull this off, I'm going to totally trust in the universe because yes. there are a lot of hiccups in life. And oh, man, yes, heaps. Instagram only really shows the highlight reel, which is why this podcast totally exists because yeah. I want to look at the times where you're like, Fuck yeah, that person took advantage of me or oh. they told me to do that thing or and it was for them, not me, you know. And, and just I, making silly decisions and then, you know, there's been so so many times where I'm like, oh, man, I work so hard but I have no money. Like things like oh, that. It's like. Welcome to the life of a creative, yeah, I imagine. Like yeah. um, that's people one thing People like I've to know that stuff because it's like you see that Instagram thing. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sitting there posting things that are happy. You don't want to post you know, sad things anyway yeah. because no one wants to really see that no, stuff. No, people do want to feel inspired and yeah, positive and yeah. I understand Yeah, that but it's about important Insta. to explain like there's been so many tough moments in my yeah. life and I'm sure as there has been for everyone else's life. Yeah. So, yeah, but I'm in a good place now and it's just, um, yeah, it's nice just to be able to wake up and feel free, you know. Um, you're gonna you're gonna laugh at me for saying this, and I won't keep you for much longer. But do you know one of the most googled things about you? Do you want to know? What is it? <laughs> Bonnie Anderson tattoo neighbors. So it's really? like the because ta- don't you have to cover up some of your tattoo on neighbors? So have you got a rose and a gun? Is that right? Yes, I have a rose and a gun, and the gun gets covered, covered. every day. Yeah. So this actually, this tattoo is my my favorite tattoo. I got this in LA. I remember I was sitting there for hours one night. Yeah, it's big. It's, it's pretty big. big. Yeah. And I was like fell asleep even when it, when I was getting it done. I love that you're probably the only person that falls asleep It was. I know. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I'm really tired. <laughs> it's literally needles of ink going into your skin. <laughs> Body's but, uh, just having a little nap. Just a little nap. <laughs> but the gun um, represented like a difficult um, or any difficult time in my yeah. life or just a, a crappy moment or a crappy feeling and – uh, and I love the sort of the contrast between this and then the the gun is shooting out a rose, which is um, the rose is is what I like to look at, me blossoming or coming out yeah. of it for, for the better and, you know, <sighs> overcoming a certain time. So that's that's like oh, the story behind I'm that. I'm so glad I asked that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is so – because it, it is true. Like from every yucky situation, something yeah. does bloom. Like of course. They, they, there's that even – Song lyrics, it's like the 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 light always comes after darkness. Like yes, you know, in in and you hear people write about that, and and it's so true. Yeah, and there's a contrast in everything. Hey, 
Yeah. Well, yeah, they say you can't have. I've been watching Kobe videos oh, after so many, and he. Someone said, "How do you feel about death?" And he said, "Well, you can't have light without darkness, and you can't have life without death." Wow. So we couldn't be living without, and we're all gonna. Do, oh my god! That's oh, this the second, the second time, time. <laughs> it's sealed. I've, I'm a hand talker, and that's the second time I've knocked my water bottle over. <laughs> Matt's gonna kill me. He's like, "You ruined the whole idea." <laughs> um, and. And he said, yeah, the, the price you pay for life is death. Yeah. And it's so, I mean, it's sobering, let's yeah, be honest. But yeah. and, and I actually, my voice coach said to me. That's really interesting. The price you pay for life is death. Well, it's, that's sobering. That's quite more yeah. of my. But it's, it's really, we all, we all live this beautiful life and we, we have to be grateful to be on the, in this earth, you know, and then that's what happens at the end of the day, hey. Well, and it comes back to this light and dark yeah, that you were just beautiful. T- touching on. But yeah. even my voice coach says, he said, we're all going to die, and he said, but if you're an artist, the fact that you can create art, he goes, yeah. that's the pay. He's like, that's your consolation prize. Like yeah. you get to create art that people might feel something yeah. from, like whether it be listening to your music or seeing you on TV or seeing so you act. True. Like, and that can live on, which totally. is beautiful. But it's evoking something within. It's not It's not a materialistic thing. It is a feeling in their heart. Yeah, totally. And I was like, oh, man, you are totally selling me on this creative life. Oh, like. so, that really <laughs> gave me some shivers. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. But you really you forget to think about things like that. It's very it's Your tattoo beautiful. should remind you that every day. Yeah. Dark and light. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, and the negative brings the blooms the positive. Yeah. And that's when I got that. It was like another moment of your life that you're going through. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I've overcome it. Like writing sorry, like all of these yeah. little moments in your life. And I just like to keep keep reminding myself that just things are going to be cool. And and yeah. the more you think that way and the more you do better things and surround yourself around better things, it's just going to be better. Oh, man. Stay an inspiring weirdo, please. <laughs> Thank you, Bonnie Anderson. You're incredible. Thank you, Lola. Thank you. (laughs) That's a wrap on another episode of Fearlessly Failing. As always, thank you to our guests. And let's continue the conversation on Instagram. I'm at Yummo Lola Berry. This potty, my word for podcast, is available on all streaming platforms. I'd love it if you could subscribe, rate and comment. And of course, spread the love.